Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. Today, I'm here with Tracy Myers, our Executive Vice President of Member Engagement, to talk about some of the exciting things we have coming up at the Chamber in 2021. Thanks for being here, Tracy. Thank you, Brent, and hi to everyone. Well, I I said exciting things that are coming up at the Chamber in 2021, but let's just take a moment right here at the start to to maybe look back on our virtual annual meeting, which uh, which just happened in January, um, and I think was a huge success. Talk about that, if you would. Yes, the virtual annual meeting was on January 27th, and as much as we wished we could be in person, um, this was our first virtual annual meeting. Um, We premiered the documentary Meeting the Moment about how our community responded to COVID-19, and that was met with wonderful reviews, a very authentic look at how the community responded. We have a sneak peek of the documentary to share with you. Friday the 13th was our practice remote learning day. And then beginning on Monday the 16th of March, we were all at home. We decided we would have these these chamber action calls. Um, At that point, I don't think we called them daily, but they wound up being daily. I remember being at my table, which is my home office, and suddenly realizing that not only was I getting emails, phone calls, text messages from companies and responding to each one accordingly, I quickly realized that what I needed to do was to get ahead of these companies' needs and concerns and to gather any information I could about local, state, and otherwise regulations, rules, COVID-related information, and get that out to the companies as quickly as I could before they even had a chance to wonder or to think about it. You can actually watch that for free now on our YouTube page Um, and as part of our commitment to supporting local, um, we contributed nearly $20,000 to our local community in the form of gift cards to Greensboro restaurants for individual ticket holders. So that was a nice opportunity for us to meet the moment um, in a very real way um, to contribute to um, economic recovery. Yeah, and I hope that the people who have received those cards will get out there and use them quickly. Um, we don't want them sitting in people's drawers or in their wallets or that sort of thing. We need to get that money out into the into the community. Um, and, and also, I hope that they use um, more than just that gift card, that they maybe reach into their own wallet uh, a little bit as well. We all know when we get a gift card, um, we use it up and hopefully and then some. So um, $25 will go um, only so far, and so I hope others will um, will pick up and, and, and add on to that to that investment as well. Agreed, and it's a really good way 
to um, try out some new places too. Um, the way that we've done it, we have purchased those gift cards from chamber member restaurants and they are being sent out at random. So you may get a restaurant you're very familiar with or you may get one that you have never visited. So it's a great opportunity. I know we're looking forward. Um, while we didn't do a gift card um, for ourselves, we're still looking forward to going out and supporting some of those and taking the entire family um, to do some takeout. And a lot of those gift cards, you can do takeout, you can do in-person dining, um, you can do it however you need to do it. So it's just a really fun way, I think, for people to get reintroduced or introduced to someone that they've never met or a restaurant they haven't tried. And we got a great opportunity at the annual meeting to um, to transition our, our volunteer leadership. So we, we go from two wonderful years uh, under the direction of Derek Ellington with, uh, with Bank of America uh, to Anita Bachman with United Healthcare. So, um, you know, Derek was a tremendous leader as we talked about on that, uh, on that program. He was the perfect leader for the time. Um, and I know that we're gonna do some great things under uh, Anita as well. Uh, both of them just so well-respected in this community. So looking forward to, to moving forward with her. But one more thing I would say, um, we ought to go back and look at, we've, we've had a couple of action calls. You know, we're still in the midst of this pandemic as much as all of us um, would love for it to be over, um, including myself. Um, we're still, we're still uh, battling through. Uh, the end, I think, is in sight, but there are still some things going on. And so we've had a couple of, uh, of chamber action calls. Talk about those as well, because, you know, these programs that we continue to do are focusing on the needs of our business community here in Greensboro, especially our small businesses. And you can always go to our website and find them. So if you've missed them, you can always go online to, uh, to greensboro.org and find these programs. So you want to talk about those chamber action calls as well, Tracy? Definitely. So last year, um, basically around week one of us being at home and working remotely, uh, we launched daily action calls and they became daily action calls. Um, and they were around topics that really were relevant and providing resources um, to meet that moment to go back to the documentary. And so this year we've had two of those. On January the 13th, we had a call with updates on the Paycheck Protection Program and Economic Injury, injury Disaster Loan. Um, and then on February the 4th, we had a call, Vaccine 101, and that was with local health officials and legal experts. And so that was just to give people um, answers and resources to a lot of questions regarding the vaccine. And so those have been two topics that immediately this year presented themselves as an opportunity for us to get information out to the community. And that's really what those chamber action calls are. We do a lot of calls right now and a lot of outreach to the members and to the community to find out what exactly they have questions about, what needs there are, and then we're able to um, go out and gather those resources, gather those experts. So we've done two so far. I know yesterday we talked about ideas for a couple more. So this will be something that I think will be ongoing for us as topics present themselves and we have that opportunity to share information. Well, that's, you know, that's what a Chamber of Commerce is all about, right? We hear from our business community what issues, what, what challenges they may be facing, and, you know, we go out and, and, and find the experts, find the folks who can answer their questions and, and put them front and center so that we can answer all those questions. And, and, and what I love about, you know, these, these action calls and the ability to meet on Zoom, although it, it is 
I think everybody's got Zoom fatigue at, at, to some degree at this point. Um, the good news is we can record them so that if you can't join the call at that time, you can always go back and watch. Each one of those calls has some really good information, so you can always go back and check on those as well. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that are going to be coming up in 2021. Starting off with, you know, we, we do a monthly or nearly monthly program called Coffee and Conversation. Or we're, we're going to continue that in 2021 as well, I believe. We are. So our first Coffee and Conversation of this year will be February the 18th at 9 a.m. And those are held virtually. And we're very excited this year. We have a sponsor for the entire series. Cone Health is sponsoring those community conversations for the entire year. And I think that's one of the most appropriate partnerships that we could have. Um, they're giving us a lot of guidance right now. They're helping us determine uh, plans to move forward and they're a great supporter. So we're so excited to have them on as the year long sponsor. Um, the topic for February 18th is going to be the year of small business. So here at the chamber, we are fully invested in economic recovery. 86% of our membership is small business, and we know that that's such a key core segment for the entire community and for the entire economy. So we are going to be sharing information on the programs that we already have um, and have been doing for years to support small business from the ideation stage all the way through existing industry. And then we're also going to talk about our plans moving forward because we are starting to reach out even more um, to businesses and putting together more and more programming um, and resources for those businesses. So we're so excited about Coffee and Conversation. Also a reminder, Coffee and Conversation is free to the entire community. So this is not a member only event. This is an event that is open to absolutely everybody. Um, the format is about 20 to 30 minutes of information and then another 20 to 30 minutes of virtual networking. So when I talk about small business, that's also an excellent opportunity for them to join us for virtual networking and share some information on what they do and who they are. And you said in the, in the midst of that, something um, that, that Coffee and Conversation is, is virtual, which it is. Um, I'd add a couple words to that for now um, because we're anxious to, to get it back in person. We want to do that safely, no doubt about that. But uh, but we are virtual for now. Um, and a lot of these things we're gonna talk about are gonna be virtual and some of them are still up in the air. Some of them, you know, some of our bigger events which come later in the year, we'll talk about, uh, we can't wait to get those in person. I, I said something the other day that um, if we're still doing events virtually in August, um, I won't have any hair left on the top of my head because I will have pulled it all out. And, and everybody knows, I don't, maybe everybody doesn't know, but I, I've said this a couple of times, I'm an introvert at heart. Um, so for an introvert to say that he or she can't wait to get back in person, you know that a lot of people can't wait to get back in person. And, and, and that certainly is a, is a big thing for us. You mentioned small business. We'll have another uh, small business of the year awards uh, coming up, hopefully in April, right? Yes. So it will be in April. Um, the question will be, what format will it be in? Will it, it will very highly likely be um, virtual or at least hybrid. Um, last year, the Small Business Awards were really one of the first events that we put on in a virtual format. And there were some things that we absolutely loved about that. We had um, some incredible sponsors step forward so that we were able to put that on free to attendees. And so that was the first year that we did not have to charge an admission for that event. 
Um, we got to see some, some wonderful um, things come out of that where we had award winners here in Greensboro who had family from California who, were, who was able to um, stream in and actually see them win their award and congratulate them. So that element worked really well. We're in the process right now of planning that event. Um, we're going to see some changes to some of the award names. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But this is going to be an event that just celebrates small business. There are going to be a lot of resources. Um, our marketing team last year did an incredible job putting together a small business resource guide that went out to every attendee. That is one that I think we, we know how to do it very well um, from a virtual perspective, and we're excited to see it grow. Yeah, I'm excited about that as well. And I hope that this is the, the last time we have to do the Small Business of the Year Awards uh, virtually. I, I mean, you know, one of the things we're getting out of this is, is that there is opportunity perhaps for hybrids in the future, right? So, you know, maybe there is an opportunity for us down the line to have these events in person but also have some sort of Zoom or, or virtual component so that those families from elsewhere could, could tune in, right? I mean, we're, the, the technology advances that we've seen through this pandemic are, are really allowing us, I think, to be creative in the future. But again, I think everybody's ready to get, to get back to in-person. We're gonna try a little bit of an in-person event in May. You know, this is the year, every other year, uh, our chamber and our community takes an intercity visit. So intercity visits are an opportunity to go visit another community, um, learn what they're doing well, um, steal some of their ideas, perhaps bring them back to our community and get uh, get things going. You know, the, the Greensboro Grasshoppers uh, ballpark was a, a direct result of an intercity visit many, many years ago. Uh, we've been to Columbus, Ohio. Last time we went to Louisville, Kentucky. This year, um, it's going to be hard to get people on an airplane um, in May. So we typically take an airplane of, of 100 community leaders to another community. What we decided is a little different this time. Tracy, do you want to talk about what we've decided to do and what those plans are? Sure. So Inner City Visit is one of my favorite events. It's one that I never missed um, prior to coming to work here. I went out in the business world, there's something about gathering 100 leaders and really focusing in on some things that we can bring back to Greensboro and some ideas that, that come out of that. We've seen the Minority Business Accelerator come out of that. It's growing this year by leaps and bounds. So when we looked at this year, there was a lot of conversation around safety and around um, health and just what could we do. Um, and so we have decided to stay at home and do an intra-city visit. Um, this is going to give us the opportunity to have that leadership level and take that lens and apply it to Greensboro. And so there are lots of major initiatives going on in the city right now. There are a lot of initiatives that have started that can continue to grow. And this gives us the opportunity to go to some of those locations, really address those topics and talk about what are we going to do right now today. So typically with an inner city visit, we go, we do the visitation, we ask questions, we come back and we put together these task forces. That's going to happen on the visit. So that's going to be a fun component. It's going to be one that I think can motivate um, some real change and some real growth for the city. There's a lot of things, you know, Brent, we talk about the mega site a lot, not everyone has been to see the mega site. It's a little uh, tricky to see sometimes. So, it is. It is. And I can understand that. That's right. So yeah. So this gives us an opportunity to 
be very safe. We've had some conversations, um, even with our friends in Louisville. Um, they put on their visit last summer. And so they did their visit in the midst of the pandemic. They learned a lot. They had a lot they could share with us. Um, you know, and we still have that opportunity to, now that we have all of these technology tools, we can still bring some other cities into that conversation um, and do it from the safety of home as well. That's a good point. That's a very good point. But you're right. I mean, there are probably a number of things that we talk about on a regular basis that, that people just haven't, for one reason or another, laid eyes on, right? We're a, we're a, a big, small city when you get down to it. So, um, you know, we'll get an opportunity to show off the community. And, and yeah, some people have, will, will have seen these things and some people will have not. And what a better opportunity to get people in touch with their own community. Um, and talk about um, you know where we're headed uh, as a community together in, in the in the coming years. One of my favorite comments um, from one of our ambassadors um, recently, we were talking about programming and we were talking about different things that we could do this year. And they said, you know, I've been quarantined for a while. I haven't been able to get around the city as much as I usually do. And they said it makes me think of the movie while we were sleeping, while you were sleeping. You know, what, what has changed? How do these places look different while we were quarantined? And I thought that was a really interesting take on things. And yeah. so I do think, you know, you've seen Tanger. Have you seen Tanger since the Ivy has grown up the side of the building in the last year? I mean, it, things right. just look so different and things have progressed. Um, so this is a great opportunity. And, uh, maybe we can get inside Tanger, right? I mean, there, there haven't been many people other than the folks who have been uh, building that place who have, who have actually been in Tanger. So man, what a, what a great opportunity that, that could be if we could get in Tanger. The other thing, you know, I mean, we've got this huge Publix distribution center going up um, in Eastern Guilford County that I can't tell you how many people called me on a regular basis and say, hey, what are those two really big buildings going up off of uh, 70? You know, we live it every day in terms of economic development. So I try not to roll my eyes and say, that's the Publix distribution center. But you got to say, hey, listen, that's, that's what, Publix had intended. We're there, they were there. That's a thousand jobs going up right there. Um, and as a matter of fact, the pandemic has has sped that up as well. Mm -hmm. So there was really there was going to be only one building built, and then it may take a little bit after that to build the second building. Well, they're both going up at the same time, which is what is causing people to kind of almost out of breath call and say, "What's going on out there? What's going on out there?" And it's 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 making great progress. So it's true. While we were while we were sleeping, while we were indoors a lot where there's still a lot of things going on especially construction wise right because right. Um, outdoors um you know that construction um trade hasn't really missed too much of a beat during this so there will be a lot to put our eyes on we'll get through the summer um and hopefully we will get through the summer with um a lot of shots uh, a lot of people going and getting um, a couple of shots so they can get immunized and then we will, like I said, get to the get to the fall. And if if we are doing state of our community virtually, you will find you will see a bald Brent Christensen um, with no hair because he's pulled it all out. But uh, we're excited about August 25th. That is that's one of our premier events. Tracy, do you want to expand on that a little bit? I will a little bit. State of our community is a little bit different in that we don't really put that together yet. 
um, it puts itself together. And so, you know, last year, state of our community, we were able to focus on economic recovery and healthcare and education and access to capital. There were topics that just lent themselves um, to discussion. And so that's what state of our community is all about. It's our opportunity to talk about where we are. So we'll learn a lot of that on the intercity visit that will help us shape um, some thoughts for state of our community. Um, hopefully this will be live. And so there will be some great networking that goes on with that as well. Um, that is always one of our largest events. It's a signature event. Um, and we will watch this year to see where we land. Yeah, it, you know, the programming for that has, has changes from year to year, to your point. I mean, we had the public's announcement uh, a couple of years ago as a big part of it. Last year was were topics that lent themselves to um, being in a pandemic and, and being uh, a business community concerned about our members and our and our business community and the community at large, really. I think that's a good point. It's hard for us to tell you exactly what's going to happen in the state of our community other than it's going to be another, you know, knock it out of the park event based on a topic that everyone's going to want to hear about that's going to be very timely and and uh, hopefully knocking on every piece of wood that I can find will be in person so we will be back to networking as, as well. I, I heard somebody the other day that um, say that it could be like the roaring 20s when this is all over right we're going to be ready to go and restaurants full and bars full and parties and and, and so hopefully state of our community will be one of those uh, rollicking events as well. It always is, maybe even more so here in, in 2021. So, and then last but not least, you know, a, a program that we started last year with a lot of big dreams and pulled it off uh, virtually, but also the dream was to be in person and um, impact the impact leadership conference um, was, a, was a great addition to our event lineup in 2020. Um, and we'll continue in 2021. Again, we'll be uh, in October, October 27th this time. And again, we hope that this time we'll be, uh, we'll be in person. Tracy, you want to talk a little bit about last year's event? And, and, and I think we're still in the planning phases as well of, of this year's event. We may not have any speakers to announce, but, but you can talk about what type of speakers we, we typically have for that event. Yes, so last year was the first year. We spent the entire year preparing for impact one thing that Greensboro just absolutely knows and excels in is leadership. Um, we are lucky enough um, to have the Center for Creative Leadership here. We have the Truest Leadership Institute, and then we have our very own leadership Greensboro program that runs out of the chamber. And so we, we know how to do leadership. And so this was an opportunity for us to create a national level conference um, that really focuses on middle managers and emerging leaders. So we see a lot of opportunities for C-suite leaders to go to national conferences. Um, we see a lot of training for entry level employees, but typically those that are at the very center of leadership um, in those middle roles, um, they don't have as many opportunities um, for that. And so that is really um, the target audience for the conference. That's who we built it for. And so um, we had planned on having that in person at the Carolina Theater. Um, one of the, the great things about having a national level conference in Greensboro is that can it, it can really be Greensboro-centric. It's an opportunity to show off the community. 
And so that location is, is just a great example of that. Being in that Carolina theater, you know exactly where you are. It feels very true to who we are as a community. And so things changed. We were not able to be in person. Our original goal was to have 500 attendees and we had about 550 virtually. So we know that the audience is there. We know the topics are great. Um, really the intention around the programming is always to provide speakers who are inspirational, but also speakers who leave you with concrete takeaways. Um, so a lot of times you go to conference, you get inspired, you're on your way home and you're thinking, okay, how do I go back and implement something? What, you know, what do I do with this? Well, the speakers from Impact tell you exactly um, how to, to implement changes and how to make those things um, a reality. And so last year we were focused on change and disruption. I promise we selected that topic well before we went into pandemic. Pretty appropriate for the year, right? Pretty appropriate. Um, so we've had our first steering committee um, meeting this week, and we actually talked about, okay, if we're this fortuitous, maybe we should pick a topic that's just positive all the way around and, and hope that we, we're doing the right. same we did last year. Um, but we're having a lot of conversations right now around authenticity and leadership. And mm -hmm. so that's a little bit of a preview. That's about as far as I can go with that. Um, but I can tell you it's October 27th. I can tell you it is well worth the investment and you will start seeing some announcements come out very soon um, about where we're headed. Yeah, you know, you, you do a full day's worth of programming. Um, and last year, we did a full day's worth of programming, but we spread it over two days, which I thought was great because I can't sit in front of a, a Zoom screen for an entire day and and not go in, insane. So I think we realized that our audience was probably like us and and would appreciate it if we if we separated it into into two days. It'll it'll be it'll be in person this year, and we'll do one full day, and it'll be great. Um, but you know, I think the thing that that I was really really pleased with was the fact that the viewership numbers were so good. Um, you know, you, you worried that an event like that, that is so good in person, are people gonna believe that it can be just as good virtually and, and sign on? And, you know, 500 plus um, per day signing on to listen to those incredible speakers. So I think that it speaks volumes to, um, to the quality of those speakers as well, and to the messages uh, that they were getting across, especially if day one were a bust, we would not have had day two uh, be as good. So obviously day one was great. And, and I think day two was just as good, if not better. So um, we will continue to have uh, a big uh, speaker lineup that I think will, will be a real value to, to the, uh, the business community in Greensboro. Right. And I think, you know, some of the power of this, too, is just the quality of local talent and local speakers. Um, we had um, attempted to make sure that every speaker we have has some type of connection to Greensboro. So they either are from this community or they've worked with someone from this community. And so I think that was just a really nice touch. And, and again, it's just nice to see the talent. I think when you live in a community, you sometimes forget or you just don't know the talent that exists in the market as well. So we're excited to, to continue to find a couple of speakers that are local um, or have local ties um, to make that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I am really bullish on 2021. 
Um, I think we've got an awful lot of great things in store and planned. I hope that those of you all who are listening uh, will plan to join us uh, on all of these events or, or a majority, but uh, you know, we've got some great things planned. And, and I would say also, Tracy, you know, a lot of these things, especially things like coffee and conversation, we like to have people join us and, and offer feedback and offer um, suggestions. I like to tell people that I want our members in the business community to consider our staff an extension of their staff. So if you're having a challenge, an issue, something that you want to rise to our attention and we would love to help with, help you with, that's, that's what we're here for. And, and chances are, if we work on that and help one business overcome something or solve something, uh, we solve it for probably 10 other businesses at the same time who weren't willing to, to raise it to our level. Um, so don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Um, please come to these events and, and, and give us feedback as well. We want this to be the year of small business. We want to see an incredible recovery. We want to see everybody in person. And I, I'm excited about 2021. How about you? I am too. Um, I think it's a great lineup. It's a great year of programming. We spend a lot of time in conversation with the membership around what type of programming we need. Um, we spend a lot of time talking to businesses about their plans. Every decision we're making right now about in-person, virtual, hybrid comes from conversations um, with businesses in the community telling us what their plans look like, you know, because if we make our plan and we don't check their plan, you know, having an inner city visit when no one's coming out, won't help us. And so this is all done in alignment. Um, but also just to mention, this only scratches the very surface of what we have lined up for the year. Um, we have a full events calendar on our website and that includes four opportunities for virtual networking every single month. And so we would love for folks to check that out. Come hang with us, come get to know us. Um, like Brent said, we always want feedback. So feel free to reach out to any of us if you have ideas or things you want to share regarding programming and events. Yeah, we have, uh, we have, here's that word that we all use. We have pivoted, we have adjusted, but we certainly have not slowed down uh, because of the pandemic. Um, that is not in our DNA at the chamber. We are full speed ahead and we'll be full speed ahead in 2021. So thank you, Tracy, for joining me today. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody uh, either virtually or hopefully a little bit later in the year in person in 2021. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time. Thank you.